Oh, hi, my name is Chanel. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashley. Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories, and welcoming expert insights. Truly, this is Soothing Her, the podcast. This is Soothing Her. Hello, good day, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on our third episode of the Soothing Her podcast. I am your host, Chanel. Hi, everyone. It's Ashley. What's up? <laughs> we are here. And today the subject is healing self. We're going to talk about what that looks like. Yeah. Mainly just getting into the conversation about, you know, self-development and what is it about who you are as a person, how you're showing up in life. When you look at yourself in the mirror, who is that that you see and what do you want to heal? Definitely. And as you know, we've started our podcast because we're on our Hearn healing journeys as well. And through our conversations with each other... And of course, we hope for a community to join us. We're just exploring what the different journeys look like and how can we support each other, learn from each other and grow together. That's ultimately what we want. We just hope that what we are learning and what we're not paying attention to, that you might help us to bring perspective to. Yeah, and I just think it's really important too that it is a part of the inner shadow work that we've been talking about for a couple episodes now. And that part about being vulnerable, that part about really looking at yourself in the mirror. And I always mention the mirror because it's you versus it's self versus self, you versus you, yeah. you know. That is indeed the first reflection you're going to see of what's working and what's not working. Yeah. So what's your own personal connection? Oh, wow. Uh, personal connection. Defining what it means to me, really. I want to start there. Because before our own podcast and our personal conversations, I don't think I've really taken consideration into self, cared for self in that way, and what self looks like, and opening up that door to respectful conversation as to what self looks like. Um, so I want to take a real focus on that do the work and and do the work and do it in respectful segments to feel like that work is being done for me that awareness is so important yes. yeah mm -hmm. I think I really love that that's amazing Thank you. yeah for me I my personal connection is why I always keep talking about the mirror is um, and that brings me back to that Michael Jackson song, like, men in the mirror. Hey. <laughs> I'm talking to the men in the mirror. Hey, exactly. Because, you know, 
it's you. It's like who is it's just all about finding yourself. At least for me, that's that's what my healing journey with myself is is has been about is using this season to really define or get to know who I am. When I look at myself in the mirror, what how do I perceive myself? And is the version of how I perceive myself how, how is it affecting everything else around me? How is it affecting how I'm showing up? How is it affecting my relationships with others? How I relate to other people? How is it affecting how I'm showing up in my job? How is it affecting um, just my own perception of myself, you know, and my self. And I think for me, it also has to do a lot with working on your my self-confidence because self-confidence and self worth because I know self-confidence and self-worth some people categorize it all together but I believe it should be separate because you definitely can know your worth and know the things that you deserve in life but then are you confident enough to step out and actually like go for it exactly to implement that into your life and if I can add I would also say how you're showing out to you know how you set boundaries into your life with your self-confidence in that self-confidence, self-worthiness basis, you will know when to walk out and quit certain situations and to have a more comfortable environment that you are okay with. Of course, I'm going to ask, is there a definition of self, self-healing for you? I think my definition for self-healing is taking where you are right now and peeling back the layers that you or identifying the layers that you want to peel back and areas of about yourself that you first need to know okay where am I at now and how can I improve these areas that I've identified and what exactly about these areas knowing learning about it's a process of learning about where they stem from and it's a process of learning about okay knowing that you they've stemmed from here then taking it to the next step and saying okay how do I not necessarily how do I fix it but how do I if it's if it's having a negative impact how do I then shift my perspective and make that switch in my brain and create because everything we talk about having these beliefs about yourself, you know, if your brain has, if it's done from your childhood, then obviously these are things and experiences that have been ingrained in you for so, so long, like decades. And it's like your brain already has that way of thinking. And so for me, a self-healing journey is recognizing those layers. And then now the next step is how do I shift my perspective and create new neural pathways in my brain to start thinking a different way? beautiful I love that you said that because I would say that my meaning is in so much alignment with yours creating a healthy inner engineered space it's just so I never heard that termed or phrased that way so I'm like engineering okay you know yeah engineered when we think of healing when we think of what we are internally we rarely think of what's outside, but what we do outside is from what we 
do outside is become what we are inside creating something that you know you wanted to work into something better that design is something that you're comfortable i want that inside machine to work better uh self-healing journey is such a deeply personal experience that where i have been and what i'm going through the mechanics of that journey that acceptance that self-discovery that awareness you know exploration and then integration is all mechanical because i want to create a better me for what's to come for what's ahead so yes in the sense of inner engineers ensuring that all of this purposeful experience is working for the greater good for the better good of who i am as a product that has been presented to the outside world so ultimately that's what i would want i would not want to be a slave to outside stimuli and how i react to certain situations because how i feel internally is off balance i want to ensure that what i react to and how i react to certain things there is great control from me and not internal sources other individuals but from inside like chanel is comfortable with her response to whatever situation person yeah and i think that is that is definitely it and that's why it's so important to to really take this time that you have for those of you that want to start a healing journey and are just entering into this season of just self-discovery mm-hmm. it's so important like it just you know life is just too short for you to for us to be going out here and continuing to operate the way you've been operating because clearly something's not working clearly you're still not happy in certain areas you're still not fulfilled you feel like there is so much more you can do there is something just building up inside of you you want to share with the world yeah and even if you're not feeling that way like why aren't you though Mm -hmm. you know it's i think right now it's so important for everyone to have or i think it's so important for everyone to have at least that season in their life where they can at least say that they tried they tried to take a step back they tried to really look within they tried to really do that inner shadow work i feel like you just owe it to everyone to show that you're you're really trying to get to know who get to know who you are and really put your best self forward i just feel like you i mean i want to say you owe everyone that but i mean it's I don't know. It helps. Yeah. It would serve the general community better. We're all part of this global community. So with that being said, we are supposed to look out for each other, right? How could someone not being aware and not being aware would even identify where to start, how to start, how to try? I think what helped me in this season knowing where to start is I just had to create silence Mm. and silence meaning removing myself from certain social groups for, for a second, removing myself from listening to certain music that's, um, causing me to 
continue, <laughs> you know, like acting a certain think way, differently. think differently, behave differently, whatever. Just have a moment of just peace and silence for a second. Like just cut out all the noise is probably a better way of saying that. Like just cutting out all the noise. And the one things that I did was I, yes, I took a break a little bit from even social media. I think that's so important because we are all glued to our devices and all that and I know it's super hard especially because social media should should it should be a great way for us to connect and relate to other people like for me like I have family all over the world and so like social media is one of the only platforms that I to yeah to stay connected especially because calling them you know sometimes they're not always available to talk on the phone for hours or text and all that stuff or it's easier to just send you a meme and be like you can't touch touch the base (laughs) we've laughed something you know but I definitely, that's a few errors and ways that I started was that I just was like, I need to cut out all the noise and just go into a little hermit for a second and just be with one, be like one with my thoughts. (laughs) And that is a really humble way to start because you are starting from the beginning, trying to piece together the pieces of you're alive. I'm going to go back to my word, re-engineering that space. You're trying to, you know, find the steps back to who you are. You know, if it's from that little girl who with big dreams or different dreams, whatever has changed along the way. But finding that space again. Yeah, it is really a humble beginning because it's, you just have to be like, okay. It's just... Yeah, I don't know how else to phrase it. Just that is that humble, that humble beginning, like removing certain stuff and just being like, you only know yourself. Mm -hmm. No one else can tell you what they think you should be doing. You know who you are. You know the things that you're allowing to be, you're allowing influence that have influence in your life, whether good or bad. And if you're really trying to do this inner work, you know, it does take that sacrifice to get rid of some of that Mm -hmm. spend time alone really really hear that voice in our last episode we talked about making space to hear the voice of god in incorporating that you know it's asking to hear your voice as well through the listen to the voice of god because how would you implement what you have heard from him if you're not really listening Sometimes we lack the confidence to really step into that space because we're not sure what we're hearing or what we're listening to. Where would you say like is the place for you to start, or how would you encourage uh, that someone who doesn't know how to start, how to begin that self awareness, or gaining that self awareness, yeah. or finding that self awareness? I would encourage someone to look at the relationships around them and. Look at how you've shown up, how you've reacted. I know <laughs> that in certain situations, relationships, I have shown up in a very bossy, fiery personality. And I have not always been satisfied with how those responses turn out, with how those reactions were to how I gave my opinion in how I was expressive of who I am. And my closeness you know how I felt towards them that closeness that connection that I felt was read differently so you know doing some introspection taking a step back when those relationships 
you know, encounter a crossroads, we're at an impasse, or we've cut off ties entirely, just take that step back and find out, you know, how did I show up? How did you show up? You know, if something did not go your way, especially especially something that has impacted you in a significant way that you are grieving the absence of that in your life. So really diving deep into my heart and just looking at where did I go wrong? Where did Chanel and whoever was showing up on my behalf, where, where did I show up and how I showed up? start once you've started there and you've now identified okay these are the areas where I want to become more Mm self-aware like why do you feel like it's so important in the healing journey wow back to self in healing in the self-healing journey for me really realigns with personal growth the way that I want to feel inside the way that I want to feel inside the way that I show up, the peace and harmony I want to feel in my life and in my relationships. And honestly, the restoration of my soul. I want to know that the things happening in my life have a purpose. And I don't want it to be because or have the effect of internal conflict and a disharmonized atmosphere. I just do want to ensure that, again, back to, you know, that control in my space, how I react. I I wanted to ensure that I have come out of certain situations differently. Either I have added value to them or they've added value to my life. And take a step back and figure out, you know, how could I have shown up differently? There's just something about when you become more self-aware of, how you are operating, how you are showing up, the the reasons why certain things are happening in your life. It is so important in the healing process because it will prevent you from attracting certain things in your life. It will prevent you from like just even exerting a certain energy that is bringing certain things back and then you start repeating cycles and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again and then you just keep wondering like oh this isn't working oh this isn't working oh this isn't working and it's like right and it's like wait take a step back analyze why and it's so hard like i we're we're just saying this like yeah do it it's so easy just humble yourself and it's like i understand like because it is it hurts you to your core and for me realizing and that was big for me in my healing journey was to humble myself was to okay why do you keep attracting the same for example the same guy why do you keep what is it in yourself that is attracting certain this the specific type of person same personalities or same traits different face Mm -hmm. you know and I, it just you just get to a point where you're just tired you're just right. sick and tired yeah. and you're like yeah. yeah you just want to break free of that and and it, it hurts like when you when you realize that okay this is the reason why like for example when you learn I'll give some examples of like some layers that I've even had to peel back like one thing that was important for me was realizing okay 
what are certain aspects or traits about like my personality, how I interact with people, my communication style, even learning about my attachment style, not particularly like in a relationship with a significant other, but just in general, you know, with I and I evaluated it, of course, with like when it comes to like finding a partner and all that, but also like, is it the same with my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and then reading books like trying to get more knowledge about okay reading more self-development books like reading um like for example i read um the power of habit reading books like the mountain is you reading um listening to youtube channels like one of the youtube channels has really helped me right now um with my with gaining more knowledge about areas where I need to become more self-aware that I find is so important, that has been really important to me, is listening to um, YouTube videos about um, this one author and life coach and has several other like businesses. I want to give him credit because he's amazing. Um, And his name is Tony Gaskins. She has the Tony Gaskins, yes and it was especially what got me too was just reading his book about a woman's work yeah. laid it with his wife mm-hmm. and that felt yeah. like a gut punch to my soul oh, <laughs> it really did and I just think it's so important to do that work and yeah. especially with and within your healing process because and Though reading those books, listening to his videos, um, you know, listening to Shira Seven too, of course, you know, um, just particularly like her videos about um, not not caring about what others think, like how to regulate your emotions, like all that stuff, like really learning. Okay, am I am I too emotional? Do I take internalize things too much? Like, do I am I too empathetic? Am I too nice? Am I people pleasing? Like all that other stuff, like and having some really hard conversations with myself and crying through that. Mm. Those tears, emotional well-being, emotional health. Because that's all part of you being aware, really, to how you feel, how you interpret your emotions, how you talk to them. Yeah, how you're feeling right now. What do I feel right now? And if I don't want to feel that way, how do I not feel that way? What do I need to do to remedy that? It's work. And it's shedding that skin mm-hmm. that is so hard to do when you're in a healing journey. And that's why it's so important to become more self-aware about all these areas in your life because it is painful because it does feel like you are shedding a part of yourself that you've sure. been living and operating in for so long and that you're just, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a part of you. It has become a part of you. Because one of the things we have enjoyed as humans is to Try to put the blame on others. Mm-hmm. No, I started like I. It's like not necessarily. I would say that I started there, per se, but in a way, yeah, we all do. Mm-hmm. So being honest there, yeah, of course. So really taking back that accountability, taking back that control, because it gives you back some power. You are really looking to accept ownership of the consequences of your actions you're putting the consequences on somebody else you're looking for somebody else to give you the answers give you closure but by you accepting accountability you're putting that power back to you to accept responsibility to try to change the 
conversations around that, the rhetoric around it, the action, the future action around it, to see when it's about to happen in the future. I know what you look like to be in such awareness to say, how do I now overcome that situation? How I have approached it differently before and how do I embrace that is happening? But you also have to be open because if you're going through this like you know you you're it's going in one ear not the other right i mean eventually it's gonna hit you and you're like okay i really gotta take this seriously now open to you hearing what you did wrong yeah when you say open is it to opening to grow and let yourself take some of that blame too and like and it just takes some that is even emotional maturity on its own like just realizing okay yes the situation sucks or whatever trauma that happened or whatever event that is triggering you to take this time and this season to really go through this self-discovery and all that um being open to hearing that advice the hard truths about yourself no one wants to hear that about themselves because they think we're i mean you don't think well you could if you think you could think i'm perfectly fine it's not me the universe is out to get me whatever but at the same time no but it's it's Sadly, when you think like that, there mm. is something innately wrong, I mm. think. You think? <laughs> I would say that because you're, you're so defiant. Yeah, you, yeah. Because you are just so naive. You're just so blinded by your own wrongs. You are just so blinded by your own wrongs. You don't want to accept any accountability. And in my... <laughs> immaturity years ago one of the things i would say so constantly was don't treat me like a kid i'm adult i know what i'm doing i won't do anything to hurt you or disrespect you but but was i really really operating in the space of what i'm doing is respectful of the relationship of self and others probably not there were moments i'm sure that i hurt other people with my words with my actions my behavior But I said, don't talk to me like or treat me like I'm a child. I'm an adult. So, you know, that was my defense of protection of saying that I am good. I don't need otherwise. But was I really good? Yo, was I really, really good? I probably wasn't. But again, it was just me hiding being my own facade. So I know what that's like. But all in all... I'm at a point where I would say, you know, if somebody else was in my shoes, how would they see that? How would I want to receive that? So just want to, I would like to just keep showing up better, keep showing up better, treat other people better, treat myself better. That's what we are on the subject of self. It is, it is a tough work. And like, like I, we mentioned earlier, you know, it is so much easier said than done. So please don't take this lightly. Like, it is something that we are, I mean, I am for sure going, still going through this, still learning, still growing, still evolving. I'm just like, I feel like I'm just an open sponge right now where I just want to gain so much knowledge and just be so much more self-aware. And I think not trying to do it all in one night and not giving myself a timeline yeah. either. I don't even think that would have a timeline because every time you would have crossed a milestone, you have had your commencement celebration from that milestone into the next season, something else 
more challenging comes along to test you. But it's okay. You have that you have that qualification to challenge and take it right back on. That's why the different seasons of your life is about. But strongly defining what what your healing journey is looking like. Set goals around it. Have different timelines of certain things that you want to do, but don't tie yourself to it. Work small, find the rhythm, work up from there. Celebrate. Celebrate those small steps and challenges. That is huge. A big motivator to how you will approach the next one and the mindset you'll have for the next step. Talking about writing down your goals, journaling, of course, is a huge part of self-healing. And you mentioned the inner work, the shadow work, and the the different resources that you've used. The books, um, videos, and all of that was in essence to become a better person for for healing. When it comes to your emotional aspect to yourself, what would you say as your recognizable ways to process their emotions well one thing i've been doing or noticing is that i'm always saying yes to things and whether it's and not doing a check-in with myself first Mm -hmm. so saying which is nothing wrong to say like yes to things like yes i'm gonna go out yes i'm gonna do this or yes i want to hang out with you here and go to this event and do all that stuff or you know, volunteer or step up um, or take initiative more at work and do all that stuff. But one thing that's helped me realize like when I'm not okay is like just doing like a a check-in with myself and saying, okay, how am I feeling today? Where am I at in this healing journey? And I even had to do this this past two weeks. Like I was, it was one, you know, within my own like personal therapy sessions, like we've talked about, you know, healing is not a linear path. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs and even if it's been a year or two or three years, however long it's been, like you're still going to feel those overwhelming hits of emotion. Mm-hmm. And it in this past two weeks, I don't know if it was because of the daylight savings time <laughs> or something, but it hit me out of nowhere again. Oh, wow. And then I was just like, okay, you know what? We're going to take a break. Yeah, I like that. We're going to take a break. Um, so this past week, like I just let myself rest. Mm-hmm. I took a break from the gym. I was like, okay, and I just let myself feel. Yeah. I think that's important to feel because the, and not using anything to suppress it, not wine. And then you're just prolonging what could have been um, just your progress. I wouldn't even say a timeline because we mentioned like there's no timeline, but you're just prolonging your, your journey. Yeah. Of you get reaching where you want to go or where you want to be. So I've just learned in my healing journey so far to just let myself feel. So this week, there was things that I was invited to, things that people were like, you want to come out? Do you want to do this? Go get brunch? I said, nope, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, that's bold. Yeah, to know and recognize the things and environments that you would rather keep yourself away from and know that I want to spend that quality time with myself. I want to be with self. Because not all of us have the... The maturity to want to spend that time we are so scared of the noises we're going to hear from ourselves it's hard at first i wasn't like that but i think yeah i agree at first it was hard like in my healing journey i had a time and point where it forced me to live on my own mm-hmm. 
for the first time in my life. I've never lived by myself before. I've always had roommates in college and since moving here to San Diego um, from Washington State, where I'm originally from, like I've, I've always lived with someone. I've never been by myself. And at the start of my healing journey, it forced me to live by myself. Yeah, and so I had no choice <laughs> but to get used to my own company. And there are times where I was in my apartment because I had like a cute little loft and it was, um, it was, it wasn't, yeah, it was lonely at times. There were times where I was like, I didn't even go upstairs for the longest time. And I, one day I just like, let me go up here. Cause it's been a week <laughs> since I've gone upstairs. <laughs> What's going on up there? Yeah. Like what is what's up here again? And then. Um, there are times even when um, I even sleeping too. Like I'm, I was so used to having somebody next to me, and I there was like a meme on like TikTok where once you get out of a relationship and stuff, like you are used to sleeping on your side of the bed, and then you continue sleeping on your side of the bed. But then as the time progresses, you move slowly to like the center. Yeah, so that's been happening. You need that moment to yourself. You need that time for yourself. Because just as you said, you want to express your truest, hurtful self, vulnerable self in the presence of other people when you are going through certain situations that you want to let go of. And, you know, you want to find your own voice. And it's so hard to find your own voice when you have so many other people in your head and listening to them. And... To be honest, yeah, one of the reasons that you and I became close friends is because we were on our own healing journeys. Our personal stories aligned so closely, so perfectly with each other, just happened at different times. Yes, so I recognize that with you. I am so familiar with that time of being by myself, you know, getting out of a long term relationship, and I wanted to run away i wanted to be alone i just wanted to hibernate if i could go into a cave and just be there until i felt fine i just wanted to be alone not here not talk to anybody i needed time to recalibrate and that felt good thankfully i have a great social circle and they understood that you know to be with me and to also give me time and balance that pretty well but it was needed to come back to center, to come back to self, you know, find my rhythm, find my voice, and, you know, just understand my own quirks, you know, figure me out. Like, do I even like me? Do I even like leaving with me by, by myself? Yeah, that's true. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And it's okay. One thing, too, that's so important, like, it's okay to feel like that. Like, in my healing journey, like, I, I'm i glad I started out that way, like, living by myself. Because then, you know, we talk about regulating your emotion and processing your emotions. You don't want to do that in front of people. No. Sometimes it, it's, especially when you're facing these hard truths and you're processing why something happened the way it did. Mm -hmm. And you're processing, you're just processing everything about it. Um and some moments like you, I mentioned earlier, you just get this whims of emotion and you could just be watching TV or watching a movie and they said something and all of a sudden you just start crying out of nowhere. And that happened to me a couple of times there. And it felt good to like, okay, I can just cry in my own space and no one's here and then I'm, I feel better. But it was just glad that I had that time to really like just feel and like kind of just be 
alone and people were like worried they're like I'm kind of worried that you're living by yourself um and I'm just like I'm fine y'all you may not hear from me as often but just know that I'm okay you can just text me and I'll be like I'm good or if I don't respond like I still will shoot you a message like the next day or a couple hours later or something you know and some of the coping mechanisms too as you're processing is really important too a lot of us, you know, turn to alcohol, substances, and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, I would say in certain situations, that is needed if it's prescribed from, like, a doctor. Mm-hmm. For me, that was the case. I needed yeah. to take something that was prescribed, and that helped me, like, regulate my emotions because it helped me be calm. But I was happy that in that space, at least, like, it was something I didn't allow myself to... Um, be so consumed with anything bad yeah. like that. Good, good. Yeah, that's just your awareness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's your awareness. Or even I if know. there are times where I wanted to self-indulge in certain things, like recognizing, okay, this is not helping. In a more organic healing space, finding more effective practices is worth it for the long term to arrive at that space where you can hear you, where you can talk to you, can be with you. You're okay with you. So journaling hugely was a huge space for me to go and find that self and talking to God again, finding that space. That was my best friend, you know, during that season, absolutely. And re-growing that relationship, you know, re-energizing it. I knew it wasn't the end. I was celebrating the time I would feel relieved of that pain but I held on every day with hope that tomorrow is going to be better tomorrow is going to feel less painful right I think another two that's a really good um coping mechanism is to figure out what your hobbies are yes and for me yeah I I love music I love um, anything that's to do with art so I got back into dancing again and did a dance program at a studio downtown here or close to downtown here. Um, for those of you that are familiar with San Diego, like shout out to Culture Shock, like that helped me get out of, at least it helped me like find, have a safe space where I could just experience some type of joy in that dark time. Yeah. Yeah. So you said, Finding your hobbies. All right. mm-hmm. That's a really good one. I know I'm a gym rat, so I would... Yeah, the gym is so important. <laughs> if you're for any weight, even though you may not feel like it, it yeah. revenge body. Oh, my goodness. Snap back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Okay, you heard that snap? That was for a snap back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... There are days that sometimes I don't have the energy. I don't have the motivation. But I just know that what I want to feel like during after and looking at myself in the long term what do i want to see when i look at her someone called me psycho they're like you were kind of psycho back then <laughs> i was just like i'm sorry i just wanted to go work out and release this like stress and all the emotions like the frustration the anger the everything i was feeling yeah it's my therapy i can't do without it so what else is on there we have the okay journaling our hobbies So let me pull that right back into feeling your emotions. You please feel, y'all. Please feel it. it. Just 
feel it. What else would you add on there? Uh, let's see. Besides like that and like prayer, like you kind of mentioned it a little bit too, like praying, yeah. reading and getting into the word, even if it's just one scripture. Um, one other thing that really helped me too, in addition to like reading the word is like, you mentioned like journaling, but sometimes you don't, you feel like you're writing about the same thing over and over again. So like having prompts really helped me. So I bought this card game um, by a company on Amazon called We're Not Really Strangers. And I they have three different categories. I think they have one for personal development. So that's a good card deck to get. Um, and they also have one for healing from heartbreak as well. I believe so um, I got um, those card decks and that really helped me it was just, I just pulled a card out of um, the deck and I just journaled my what my response would be yeah I feel like that will help serve prompts for you to sort through your emotions talk about your emotions go through the process of how you're really feeling and to also tag on to what Ashley is sharing another beautiful way to journal and to really feel what you're feeling maybe you can just think about the beautiful thing that you witnessed today and call it the magic i witnessed today something that you can read back through you can smile about writing about the beautiful synchronizations that just happened throughout the day the things that you thought were in alignment with your life and you were enjoying and thinking of those beautiful moments smiling and giggling again and another aspect of that is um i think doing all of that will help you build that resilience that we mentioned earlier too because it really develops a strong you just become stronger mm-hmm. you know they say whatever risen cool you makes you stronger right that same ca- cliche saying but it's true yeah. it's yeah. very true and it helps you, um, it just helps you build that mind muscle, that muscle in you. That's like, okay, when something happens, this is how I, I know how I can overcome it. That's what all of this is, to just recognize what you're going through, through that journey. And know that it's not going to be a timeline, but you're processing on your terms. And ultimately you want to be at peace with those decisions the actions the decisions that you've made put on a brave face have a brave hat through these difficult situations and not only that but just the importance of um, as you're building this resilience and you your light even though it seems that the light at the end of the tunnel is so far away you are and the more you continue to take it one day at a time, find your hobbies again, find um, becoming, gaining more knowledge in certain areas that you want to peel back about um, certain aspects of your own self that you, you really need to take a second look at, the more you are um, enhancing that resilience, enhancing your, your glow, your shine, your light. Definitely. I love that. I would put in the words that is your guiding points. If you think of you being in the ocean and seeing that lighthouse, the thing that's going to guide you ashore, 
Just think about it like that, that guiding point for you in life that's going to bring you back to center, bring you back to self. And also throughout this time too, I know we talked about the importance of spending your alone time and hibernate, not really, well, essentially, yeah, kind of going into a small little hermit and hibernating for a second, but just getting used to being alone. But it's also important to don't forget your support system for those of you, if you do, it's so important in the healing journey to just have someone that you can just lean on you know someone one friend that you can trust that even if you're talking about the same thing over and over and over and over again they're still going to be there to listen to you they're still going to be there as like a shoulder to just cry on lean on take you out pull you out of your apartment (laughs) even if it's coming spending a weekend with you and you're staying in but you're making dinner together or if you have if you're where you live has like a hot tub or jacuzzi like my um one bedroom loft had a jacuzzi outside so I felt it was really nice like having friends over and cooking dinner and then going out in the jacuzzi and chilling this is so therapeutic the community the friends around you and clearly we're not professionals but we've sought and we know the results of that and having a teacher having a professional teacher professional mentor so that is also a huge, a highly recommended option that we want to encourage as well. Have have some professional advice, but think of that counsel. Because you will get some insight into different practices, different thought processes, different perspectives you can look at for implementation in your own healing journey. Yeah, that's so important. I mean, people, We. I mean, you all have known or hearing yes therapy is so important it is like please i know it may not be easy to find but um there's really good resources out there whether or not it's through like your health insurance or so much so many websites out there like better help and i know for me like i found my therapist on um therapy therapist for black girls.com and um there is a great resources there and that really helped and been gratefully I mean I'm thankful like the first person I found on there was like someone that I really loved and been with her for over a year now you have to because as we talked about accountability it's a huge step to you becoming mature in all of this process setting a mental change yeah so those are just some things you know to keep in mind and as you navigate this healing journey and just know that it may not look like it, but you are building that mind muscle. You are getting stronger. You are, you know, leaning into your um, support system and reaching out, um, even when you feel like no one wants to hear your story over again. But trust me, like there's nothing like having um, having that support. And then also throughout this time, I know Chanel, you mentioned it earlier, just setting goals for yourself. But small goals, like be realistic with yourself right. too, you know, and also be, as you also mentioned too, like be kind and compassionate to yourself. Like throughout this healing journey, that's something I'm learning too, which and still struggling with to this day too. It's like, it's so hard when you're being self-aware and it feels like you're blaming yourself when it really is not. You're just recognizing the, the role that you played. Agreed, because, you know, we, we have to measure goals, especially when we set them up for our personal selves. We have to measure where we're going. So you have to take it seriously, like, no doubt. 
where you started, what you're trying to accomplish, and measure that success. It will help to motivate you to see that you're making steps towards progress in your personal life. Yeah, exactly. And even these small goals can be, um, these small, like, achievable goals can be, okay, I bought this book. Maybe by the end of the month, I want to give myself a month to finish it. Or I'm going to make a like what I did was I made a playlist on YouTube for personal development or tapping in, tapping back into my feminine energy. And I mm-hmm. found all these videos about um, doing that, exactly that, like how to show yourself more compassion, how to um, gain more knowledge about whatever it is that you're healing about, whether it's something that happened in your work, your career or friends, family Um, even healing from heartbreak and all that like finding videos that helped that can help you recognize okay this is you know maybe where things have gone wrong and then this is how you can analyze the the role that you played and then here's how you can show yourself compassion and forgive yourself and not be so hard on yourself through that but that that really helped me and like I made that a goal and I was like okay maybe this week, I want to at least get through one video or two videos, or I want to journal about, or every day, I'm going to take a card deck from one of the We're Not Really Strangers, um, one of those, and journal at least maybe two two times a week or three times a week. And then when you reach those, celebrate those milestones. Celebrate like, okay, today, I, I, this month, I finished so this book, and this is what I've learned from it. So is that going to be how you're soothing her this week, Ash? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, just continuing on with that exactly, which is what I, um, becoming, as I mentioned earlier, like coming out of that funk I've been feeling, like still like coming out of it, you know. Um, I sat down, I prayed, I'm like, you know what, Lord, like I'm feeling this way and this is what I want to do. I think I'm just going to shift the narrative back to myself again. I'm going to get back into um, listening to those the videos I saved in my playlist, um, finishing some books that I I bought. Um, and even not all the books, I want to put this in here because it does get overly overwhelming sometimes when you're constantly reading self-improvement books so if you ever feel like you need a break please take a break because I felt that way and now I'm reading a the children of blood and bone and it's such a great book but it's by um Tomi Adeyemi so it's just my break because I like I like those types of like non-fiction books too um so it is really good and just take a break and just let your mind wander into the magical realm of people that have magical powers and things like that (laughs) sometimes you just gotta let your mind wander a little bit it's so funny that's right up your alley yeah i know sorry (laughs) yeah yeah it is it really is um but that that's how i'm soothing her i am shifting she's soothing her this week by shifting the shifting the narrative back to myself Thank you for making time. You said so many good things, Ash. I think I'm going to just piggyback on that. Because <laughs> her needs to be soothed. So, let's see. I practice quite a bit of mindful meditation. Just conscious 
thinking, introspection. So I'd like to be more conscious of that practice, you know, really do it with intentionality and know what I'm trying to accomplish out of it. So am I meditating? Am I journaling right after? Just looking at that purpose for that time with myself. How am I trying to guide me moving forward? You know, talking about earlier that inner engineering of self, just reminding myself of ways to continue to think of the operations of my internal being and how I am showing up. How am I responding? How am I valuing others and things? And sitting with my emotions, sitting with my feelings and feeling them, processing them. Spending some time outdoors. I love hiking. So it's my weekend ritual. Go hiking, spend some time in nature, get some fresh air, do some deep breath, set some great intentions for the next week. That will be how I soothe her this week. So, yes, we are asking, of course, as we always do, we're asking you all, like, just how are you soothing her when it comes to really becoming more self-aware and looking at yourself in the mirror? What do, what do you see? What do you want to heal? What are the layers that you want to peel back? Are you entirely happy with what you're seeing and how you know you show up? Mm-hmm. How can you just set a little bit here and there? Mm-hmm. Five minutes for self. If that's the minimum you can do. But give self some love. Yeah. Absolutely. That concludes today's episode. Thank you everyone for listening and tuning in with us today. Please be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We are on Instagram at soothinghe.r. We're also on Twitter at soothingher without the periods, just soothing her. And please be sure to also email us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is soothingher at gmail.com. If you have any questions about healing, what healing journey looks like, we would love to hear your stories and we can listen to them and answer any questions you have on our next week's episode. So we'll see you next week. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.